to another episode of the movies and movies and stuff podcast i guess that's what we're gonna call it temporarily i think that was the most clever name we could think of <laughs> for the moment yes we could say that it's a uh temporary name until we could think of something more creative but if it takes off it takes off so you know who cares <laughs> <laughs> i guess uh for those of you uh listening for the first time my name is charles and sitting to my right is the wonderful Brittany. Brittany. So those are our names, Charles and Brittany, the most widest names you could think about uh, for for, for, Mexi- pe- for Mexicans and people to host the show. Uh, yeah. So quick little introduction. If you're not familiar with us, this seeing that this is our second episode, and we didn't even do a zero episode because that's how confident we are in our skills <laughs> as podcasters. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we are a married couple who love to watch movies and talk about them. Um, so to give you a little insight of how we choose said movies, even though we explained this last episode, we're just, if it's your first time here, we're going to, uh, Brittany's going to go ahead and explain again a little bit, just a quick synopsis of how we do the things. So, um, what we do to avoid scrolling aimlessly through Netflix or any other streaming service, uh, we both get a pick. A movie um, by genre that we have an app for that spins the wheel and we landed on foreign language. It was my pick and it has to be a movie that Charles hasn't seen. So we, ch- so I chose um, one of my favorite foreign language movies from Mexico, um, Like Water for Chocolate, or as Charles likes to call it. Hot dog flavored water. I don't know why that name stuck with him, but that's how he remembers the name of it. Yeah. Um, so... A brief synopsis of the movie. So the movie came out, I think, in 93. It's, oh, no, 92. And it's based off of a uh, novel by Laura Esquivel from Mexico. She actually wrote the screenplay, and her I believe her husband directed it. Um, and it's about this young woman. Her name is Tita, and um, her family has a stupid tradition of the youngest daughter needs to take care of their ailing mother, and um, her mother won't let her get married, and she's in love with this man named Pedro, and um, and he decides, and he can't marry her, so he decides to marry her older sister Rosara, um, so he can be near her. That's kind of what it is in a, a nutshell. Um, and she's an amazing cook, and she unrealizing, um, she pours her emotions into what she's cooking, and whoever eats it. Um, ends up having those emotions that she's having when she's cooking. So, um, yeah, let's talk about it, Charles. What was your opinion of the overall movie? Like, what do you, what did you think? So I guess we should have started off with spoilers. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my foreign language 
uh, films, I guess you would say I'm not the most classiest kind of person, um, is very, very small. Most of my foreign language films consist of anime or um, Korean or Japanese flicks, you know, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so it's very rare that I actually go into a um, foreign language movie unless it's already on and it just caught my attention. Um, but as for hot dog flavored water... Like water for chocolate. Like water for chocolate. Um, yeah, that was an interesting movie. There was a lot of things I wasn't expecting. I was thinking with a name like for water for chocolate with hot chocolate... Uh, I was thinking it was going to be more of a super romance, like, the amor, you know, do not leave me, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Uh, but it gets really funky and freaky. Uh, I think it's important to know that it's considered, like, also, like, a fairy tale, soap opera, um, magical realism, including, according to Wikipedia, uh, that's based on the novel, um, I think that kind of helps to kind of understand what it's about. It's very, very a dramatic movie. If you're familiar with uh, Hispanic novelas, it very much uh, captures that. I would, I would think. Like, I remember my mom watching a whole bunch of novelas growing up, um, and re- when I first watched it, really reminded me of that. Yeah, if I had known that before I watched the movie, then I probably would have like liked it a little bit more. Um, not knowing that and going into it blind, not ex- <laughs> expecting what I was expecting, I was like, "What is this movie? This is everything like uh, um, I've been warned about in my in my heritage, where it's just like there's witchcraft, there's there's uh, uh, people sleeping with other people, and there's you know forbidden loves and 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 food and." Crazy amounts of emotions and brief. No, I wouldn't say brief nudity. This is like it has nudity. full frontal. I mean, this is back what, back in the nineties. This came out in 90, 92. Yeah, so shaving wasn't a big deal. Well, the movie <laughs> the movie takes place in the early twentieth century. So around, I think it starts like around nineteen hundred, right before the Mexican Revolution. So, um, you know, okay, let's talk about the, like the first opening scene. So. The first opening scene is um, a, 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 of a woman who has a Tita, who's the main character's cookbook, and a, it's a distant family member, couple, like probably about 50, 50 60 years later. Um, and she's reading the cookbook, and she's cutting onions, and it is explaining how Tita's uh, birth was, and <laughs> um, basically... Uh, in one of the scenes, her mother is giving birth to her, and there's just water splashes everywhere, all over the floor. If you remember, like her mother, like grabs her stomach. You know, if you see the you know the regular movies when people go into labor, they you know somebody's like, oh, it's okay, they're breathing, it's more realistic, it's a process. It's all of a sudden she gets a stabbing pain. She throws herself, the mother who's in labor, on the table, all dramatically like she's in pain. And when her water breaks, there's just, like, water that gushes out of her. And the the maid there, I think her name is Nancha, the, the old um, maid catches the daughter and, you know, and saying that, 
And then when she's born, her father dies because her father find, uh, hears a rumor that her older sister, I think her name's Griselda, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't his, and he ended up dying. Um, that's homie, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, homie had a t- heart attack like uh, a day after or whenever his child. It was while his his wife was in labor. While with his Tita. wife was in labor, while she opened the floodgates quite literally onto the uh, kitchen table and kitchen floor of just her uh, baby fluids, uh, which was just like incredible. I didn't think a human being could like have that much liquid in them any hoosers yeah so this guy ends up getting a heart attack because he's like what do you mean it's not mine and he just feels so so betrayed so i'm assuming there's some resentment there from the madre maybe she may or may not hold that against her youngest baby who knows? Well, she and she, mind you, she treats her youngest daughter Tita like crap. Oh in the, yeah. In the beginning of the movie, she tells like when she's a bait when Tita's a baby, she tells the the maid Nancha that her youngest daughter will never marry and she has to take care of me. And she treats Tita like crap throughout the entire movie, like just verbally abusive. Is is she's uh, I think her mother's name is Elena and she's awful. Yeah, she's not a likable character. Uh, she reminded me a lot of my of of uh, my dad's mom, and I was like, "This lady's not a good lady. This lady's dumb." And so, and so she was just not a likable character. It's like you were meant to hate her, and even like later on in the uh, in in the movie uh, where you see what happens to her character, uh, it's kind of like, man. I wanted a little bit more than what I got there. But uh, we'll go further into yeah, that in I mean, a little bit. And then, um, you know, it's like when she's like probably in a teenager, late teens. Um, there's this guy, Pedro, that she, I guess she was in love with for a long time. And he's in love with her and they want to get married. Brings his father, asks her mother permission to marry her. Mother says, no, she can't marry because she needs to take care of me. But then offers uh, the hand of her older sister, Rosara. Uh, and he agrees to marry her, which I think is really messed up. He he did that because naively he's like, so I can stay near to you. I'm like, dude, you could have just ran away with her and got married. That's such a young person thing to do. I feel like it's just the it's just like that's their their comprehension or or, or whatever. It's just like it's Romeo and Juliet all over again. Well, Romeo and Juliet ran away together to get and got married. Yeah, but they both died. <laughs> So, in the aspect of, I'm dying for love. Well, I'm going to marry your sister for love so I can at least have you in my life and I can see you and maybe, you know, work a little something on the side. I can have two sisters for the process. I just think that's naive. I think it just complicates everything more. But that proceeds with the movie and uh, marries her older sister. And uh, her mother, Elena, tells Tita that she can't cry at all and be upset. And so... And mind you, Tita, she has to make everything for her sister's wedding. She's got to help make her clothes, make all the food. I'm like, she can't even not participate or even go to her wedding. Uh, or not not go to her wedding. That's a double negative. But um, she doesn't have an option to do anything. And so imagine saying the person you love marrying your sister. And you can't express how you feel. And so 
her tears go into the food she's making. And so sister gets married and Nansha, the, the lady's help, uh, the maid's helping her and everybody's eating the food the day, the day of the wedding and they all start sad and all start getting super sick. And then her, uh, Tita's mom gets upset with her and then Tita's in the house and she's crying because all of a sudden Nansha's just dead. Like all of it, just randomly. There was nothing wrong with her. We didn't see anything like she was ill before or anything. I mean, mind you, she's old, but she's just dead. Was she in bed or on the table? No, she was on the floor. Oh, in, yeah. In the kitchen. Like, but like, late, late, like, didn't, it was like an unnatural. She's just like on the floor. I think like, you know, hands at her side. Not like she just randomly fell over. Her body wasn't at rest if she was dead. She was flat out just like, she was acting still when she was dead, which was weird. She was just like, okay, stiff as a board. It's just like, homie, well, Rick Rick Mo- Rick Mortis hasn't, hasn't came in yet. Well, who knows how long she was, she was dead for? Dude. It only had to be a couple hours. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it takes a minute for that stuff to set in. But come on, man. But yeah. And then later on in the movie, her, uh, you know, she, so, and then her sister and her, and, uh, and her brother-in-law move in the house with them. So, and she's got to endure the man she loves and her sister all living in the same house. And there's like looks of longing between the two lovers, you know, between Pedro and Tita. And so, and then Tita makes uh, this one food <laughs> this one time. It, oh my uh, Because, uh, hold on, just wait. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he gives her roses and so, and her mother told her to throw them away because, you know, she's me. Um. And she ends up making, like, this quail. It has all these rose petals, and she feeds it to her family. And they all get all hot and bothered, all right? That's a clean way of putting it, yes. <laughs> They're all hot and bothered. And then her her younger, her older sister... Uh, middle gr- sister. Middle, it's a middle sister, middle I believe. Grutrudis... I'll let you tell this part. I think this is your favorite part in the movie. It's, oh, the, mo- yeah. it's the most what the F moment. Yeah, because like, okay, so everyone everyone at the table, it don't matter how old you is, there was no children present at this table. But if they were, they probably would have had an interesting time. Uh, but, however, it was like everybody at this table eats this food. And, and it's taken me a minute to understand that this, what's her name? Ta- Tita. Kita, uh, that like her the food she makes with her emotions uh, impacts the people who eat it. So it took me a minute to understand that, you know. And I'm just like, why are these people crying? And then you know, all of a sudden, like she's she feels like this longing for you know her sister's uh, dude uh, that brought her roses. And then you know, so so they start eating this food. And, and you can clearly see that individuals are starting to have a hard time, if you know what I mean. They're, like, starting to sweat a little bit. The, face, the food tastes too good to, to the degree of, oh, man, you know, this is, uh, whew, I'm getting They're a little. They're all feeling lustful. I got the vapors. It's kind of a thing. And then the one, the one sister, Gertrudis, she's eating the food and she's just like, you can see by her face, she's like getting all horny and everything. And then all of a sudden she's like, she doesn't, she still has her shirt on, but she like rips it open. Yeah, she doesn't like rip, she's just like kind of pulling it, tugging it a little bit. Oh, she so, like exposes her entire chest, not her breast, but you could like. Well, you could, you can't, you know, you can't see, see every, you see like the, the. You see the, the cleavage. Yeah, you see the cleavage. And so she bolts to the damn bathroom. 
Um, it's like a bathroom, like outhouse. Yeah, outhouse. It's just like that's hilarious. This person's gonna go take care of business. Well, we see this person take care of business, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, she's in the shower. She's full frontal, you know, fully nude, and it's getting all steamy in there. Yeah, yeah. The t- it's the- getting so steamy. It's getting so hot that <laughs> the damn the damn outhouse shower caught on fire. And mind you, there's also some uh, revolutionaries. Because it's taking place during the Mexican Revolution as well, that we're like fighting. Yeah. And so, I guess he. Yeah. Well, like, so so yeah. So there's Mexican. Yeah. So so they're there. The the revolutionaries, and I guess he's just trotting his way with his men, and, and he just smelled something in the air. I guess, and it was just like, like I sense this woman that is super horny or something, and she's in the shower. She's in the shower. She's butt naked. So it caught on fire. She ran runs out. She run. Yeah. She runs out because. The outhouse is on fire, so she's fully naked. So I'm thinking, okay, well, she's obviously running to the house to get some clothes on because she's naked. You know, I mean, that's kind of embarrassing. I mean, the outhouse just caught fire. She she beelines it towards towards the damn grass and fields, and I'm like, what is going on? Next thing you know, the 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 revolutionary starts marching his way with his horse, and he just marching away on horseback. Here's this naked girl. He picks up the naked girl, and he just runs off. Mind you, she's like riding on his horse, like not facing the direction. She's facing the direction of him, and it looks like she's riding him. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, off, so. Right off, where she's just butt naked with this random dude. Yeah, and then that's like <laughs> that's the last we seen of the sister. She's just gone after that. You just For take, like more than half the movie, she's gone. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, that was it, and and. Didn't know what happened to her. You they, know. They was, there was a rumor and the mom disowned her that she was like working in a brothel afterwards, which I think turned out to be false. I mean, she, her mother, Elena, uh, burned all her birth certificate and everything. And mind you, this is the daughter that was believed to not be hers because she had an affair. Right, right, right. Um, and th- that's why the father died at the beginning. So that, it was about her. So, And, you know, it... it with that rumor, it makes sense because who just runs out of a damn outhouse that's on fire and not decide to get some clothes on, but just run into the arms of a uh, Mexican revolutionary soldier and just go off into the sunset. It was quite hilarious and unbelievable. And I was completely shocked because that would never happen in real life. Chances are, if someone sees somebody running out naked, they're going to do one of two things. Ma'am, are you okay? Or, oh my God, get away, you got cooties. <laughs> so, um, then, then later on in the movie, um, her sister, Rosara, who's married to Pedro, the man she loves, gets pregnant, helps her have the baby. And I guess she had a very difficult birth, Rosara. And so, Tita's taking care of the baby. And um, she started breastfeeding her nephew. Well, because the, uh, her sister couldn't produce, couldn't, yeah. couldn't produce milk, so she was a wet nurse, I believe. Yeah, but it's very weird for a virgin woman or somebody who hasn't yeah. had a child to produce milk, and so it was very weird. Yeah, that had me questioning my science and genetics and all yeah. of this. I'm like, I, I, I don't recall. Yeah, that. and then the mother uh, forces Pedro and. Rosauda with the baby to move away because there was a romantic encounter between the two where they were like making out Tita and Pedro. Pedro got sick of face. They weren't <laughs> caught by the mother's sensor. She forced him to move away and then it turned out the baby died 
because it wasn't eating, refused to eat because it wasn't getting from Tita's nipples. This is <laughs> this is such a weird freaking movie. It's a good it's a good movie, but it's just very weird. It 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 it's very weird. It's for a me. soap opera. It's what it, it describes itself and um and then later on, um, when she when Tita finds out that the baby died, she kind of went uh, hysteric, went up into the attic and locked herself in there. And then her mother forced her to go to an asylum. And so then there's this doctor that takes care of her, falls in love with her, wants to marry her. And she uh, and then Tita moves back home um, because her uh, found out her mother died when she, when one of the uh, maids was being attacked and like fell over into the water and she died. Yeah, they got attacked by some by some bad people. Uh, the maid ended up getting raped, I believe. I think they were gonna try to rape the mother, but she ended up getting like tossed off the uh, the cliff somehow. And then uh, uh, there was a uh, another dude there. I don't know if he died. I don't remember. It didn't didn't it wasn't clear. Yeah, but I totally thought the mother was gonna start like shooting people because she came out with a rifle as well. I was like, okay, she might have some redemption qualities and save like her, her, her people. You know that that works for her. And uh, no, she didn't pull the trigger, uh, which is amazing because she's that terrible kind of a person that you would think that would pull the trigger just to get you know some aggression out. <laughs> but nope, nope. People, pe- people got raped and then people died. The mother died, and that's what I'm talking about. Where it's like, man, I really wish the worst for this character. Not just a simple death. It's like Game of Thrones, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, when Joffrey dies and they just poison the guy, it wasn't enough for me. I'm like, no, this guy deserves worse. <laughs> um, and then then Tita refer- returns back to the to the ranch, that's where they live on is a ranch. And uh, Pedro and Rosada move back and Rosada's pregnant and then um Ros- uh, Rosaura um, has a baby, and then there's a fair between Tita and um, uh, and Pedro. They sleep together once, and then she thinks she's pregnant because her period's late, and her mother's ghost comes and haunts her and everything like that. Turned out she wasn't pregnant. She was just late, and uh, she told her uh, Pedro and everything like that. And also, she mind, she's engaged to this doctor who's actually a good dude. Um yeah, but it doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden it just jumps forward probably like tw- like 20 years. 22 years. 22 years. Um, the daughter that Rosada had, um, uh, you know, is older now. And the doctor had a son. They get married. Rosada ended up dying from digestive issues <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, and then Pedro and Tita, um, after the wedding of the other two of uh, her niece and the doctor's son... Um, they are like, we can be together now, and da-da-da. And so that night, they go back to the ranch, they have sex. Uh, mind you, it's only, like, the second time. They only had sex once, and, um, all of a sudden, like, Pedro comes, and he dies. You don't have to put it so, like... Well, he finishes, and then he dies. And then Tito, like, covers him with a blanket that she, like quilts when she's uh, that she knits when she's sad and it's a super long blanket and then the oh mind you the the room that they were in was full of candles that nunch's ghost lit and it catches on fire and she dies and that's the end of the movie they they both die after sex 
Yeah, so granted <laughs> that they're probably already like in their 40s, maybe late 40s, early 50s around I'd say there. early 40s. And um yeah, I it's so it it it's so weird. Um I mean there's like there's some context of course that we're missing some details like why you know the older sister died and oh and then the other the middle sister the redheaded stepchild I guess uh, she came back into the picture kind of being like the uh, voice of reason to a certain degree uh, but yeah yeah it was freaky when they when so when they jumped the 22 years and uh, after the marriage of these their their kids or whatever and and uh uh they go go off to the room to get it on the room's just covered in candles i mean it's candles from 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 floor to ceiling and that's where i was like this is this is this is a fire is gonna happen nobody's gonna get out of this like like carefully i wasn't expecting him to die after he you know he he finishes uh but he just died just there and she's sad and yeah so she uh eats a match she eats a couple matches she eats a couple matches like you know i don't know what it does i don't know if it's poisonous but yeah she eats a couple matches she dies catches on fire spontaneously spontaneously combust and that's the end of the movie the cookbook's still around i forget whose daughter was it is her niece's daughter right 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 the right. one that got married to the doctor so. got it got it got it got it yeah so this was an interesting movie now from my perspective um this was bonkers this is like this is like nuts i, I was just completely shocked because i wasn't expecting that kind of ending uh of course with people like this you kind of don't expect them to live happily ever after which i guess is the uh idea I don't know. I can only hope that their children have learned from their parents' mistakes and go forward, but beats the hell out of me. I have no idea. I don't know. I I love this movie. Um, I think the first time I watched it, I was um, probably like 19. So I, I really enjoyed the movie when I first saw it. I cried. Um, I don't know. Just like, it's a, it's a tragic movie. Um, you know, I think women tend to like it. Um, you know, the screenplay was adapted by the actual uh, person who wrote the book. I never read the book, but I knew a lot of people in high school who had to read it for, like, English class. Um, it was part of the curriculum. But, yeah, I, I would like to read the book. I think the book is pretty short. It's, like, 300, I think it's less than 300 pages. But, yeah, I would definitely recommend this movie, would you? Uh, yeah, I say watch it once. <laughs> I say watch it once. I mean, especially if you want to like broaden your horizons a little bit with with foreign films and and and, and all that stuff. Uh, I would say give it a shot. You know, uh, if it's your first introduction to foreign films, yeah, give it give it a go. And then after that, give something else a go from another country, because uh, there's a tons of of movies and dramas and actions and romance and comedies that that we don't take into consideration for film being as you know. <laughs> we're american and that's what we know uh but there's tons of movies out there so uh if you don't like reading a movie they do have it um subtitled in english you can um, also i think there's there, there's also dubbed. i mean dubbed that's what i mean yeah it's dubbed in english uh so you go ahead and and if you're not a fan of that 
fine if you're if you're cool with that no judgment here uh that's 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 totally fine i mean i'm never not going to be the kind of people that you know like oh well the original uh film in its original dialect is better because there's all this miscommunication and yada 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 no if you get what's going on it i think it's fine i think it's fine man okay so uh that was like water for chocolate aka yeah. hot dog flavored, flavored water <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we're going to conclude here yeah. uh this episode two of the movies and movies thing and stuff uh podcast uh for now uh signing off this is charles and Brittany, and we'll see you guys again uh next week have a good one uh, bye-bye